Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. You guys there? Hi. Hi. Who's on? Sounds like somebody's um, on. I'm on, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like what? I said, it sounds like Lizzie's on and Jasmine. Awesome. <laughs> Hi, guys. How are you? Good. I'm great. Awesome. Um, thanks for being on time. Um, Erica is not going to be joining us tonight. She had her baby. She did. Yeah, she did. Um, early. Is it, is yeah. it early? Yeah. Um, it's 36 weeks, actually. Things are not, things are good. They're good, but things are not fantastic. Oh. <clears throat> she said that um, her blood pressure is high and they had to give her magnesium sulfate for 24 hours, and the baby just mentioned NICU because he's struggling to breathe. Everything's okay, but send, send good thoughts her way. Mm. That's what she said. Yeah. So I'm actually going to take a moment while we're waiting for Shadze to just um, respond to her real quick. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. While we're waiting, do you guys have any questions? No, I don't think I have any questions. I mean, uh, not really. I have a couple questions about the book, but I figure we'll just wait till everybody's together. <laughs> about the book? Yeah. Okay. Do you have a Not cold, Lizzie? I'm sorry? Yeah. Do you have a cold? I, yeah. I do. I do. You sound a little stuffy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm like, I have like a coffee, a cough, cold, congestion thing myself. It's weird. I feel fine, but every now and then I'm like, oh, I'm sick. No, I'm fine. It's like five minutes of being sick and then I'm literally fine. Maybe I'll crash in a few days, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been <laughs> in bed for the last two weeks or so, but really? having to, yeah, I've, I had a lot of, um, my family's been sick for a while. And so 
I've been really good about being healthy, and then a lot of stress happened, and um, I got sick. <laughs> so, hmm. I'm so, sorry to hear that. Is it just a head cold, or yeah, it like... yeah, it's just it, well, it's a, more like a cough, congestion, and mm-hmm. headache, and all of that. It's just terrible. <laughs> yeah, is it? Um, it's not the flu. Do you have like a fever or something? No, no. I I'll run a low grade fever every so often, but nothing uh, that. It's just I feel awful. You know, like yeah. I feel like it's a. I do feel like it's the flu, but I know it's not. It's just, <laughs> just really bad. Yeah, that stinks. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. Well. Is this going to be like a teeny tiny call or what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, Jasmine, how are you doing with things? Oh, man. For, uh, oh, Nora, calm down. I'm like having to watch my own kid tonight. Uh-huh. I'm doing good now. For a little while, I kind of went into like a slump because mm-hmm. of just, you know, I I really tried, like, even not, not having a car and, like, you know, uh, putting myself out there and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, branching out and things like that. And it was just so insanely hard. And, like, you know, everybody just, everybody that I mm-hmm. could, could find interest in just wasn't interested in having a doula. Like, I just, for some reason, nobody, like, wants a doula that I can find. Stop, Nora. Nobody, like, wants a doula that I... Um, people that, like, I, I guess, find, they're just not interested in a doula, and I don't think I'm looking in the right pocket of people, you know? Mm-hmm. Tapped into it, you know, exactly, like, where this, like, mother load of mothers is, because, like, even now that I have a car, it's like, you know, I don't know where to go and, you know, talk to people and stuff, and I'm about to, you know, go to birth, birthing centers and stuff like that here in a few days here in a few days because I'm going to have my uh, in-laws watch Nora. But, I don't know, it's just been overwhelming. And, but now, I'm, you know, I'm ready to just volunteer time and get it done. Because mm-hmm. now I have a car, I can finally do it. I get, like I have the confidence to do it. Before, I just did not have that confidence to, like, put myself out there and be like, hey, I'm going to be available, but you know, uh-huh. just did not feel like I could. It just right. really, it really made me feel like I couldn't commit. But now I feel like I can. So yeah, I'm just ready to do it. Now I'm like overwhelmed because it's like okay, I have like all this stuff to do and not a lot of uh-huh. time to do it. But I still want to get it all done and you know volunteer all of my time and uh-huh. and help out. You know and just do whatever I yeah. can. Yeah, and I think what we need to do is schedule our a schedule a call and really um, break it down, make a timeline for you. Yeah, um, really figure out. I mean, I think at this point, an extension is probably going to have to be a possibility, and that's a conversation oh, yeah. we can have. I already like in the term. I I just don't want to give up. You know, like and my husband yeah. helped me. He was like, "I'll pay for you to do it again, but just don't feel like you need to rush." And I'm like. No, I really want to try. Like, I really don't want to give up, you mm-hmm. know, even just because I'm at the end and, like, you know, I'm just kind of starting now. Like, I just don't mm-hmm. I don't being up yet, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, let's definitely have a conversation where we can, like, figure out the specifics out and really talk this through. Exactly. I'm sorry for kind of <clears throat> over, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely do. And yeah. Where, where, do you want me to, um, like, message you or, like, to figure out a time to have this call? Uh, yes. Email me is the best way to schedule a mentor call. Perfect. Um, Perfect. All, all forms of communication works, but um, email is what I prefer at this point. I have so many people that are mentoring. It's just text. I unfortunately fall behind. Um, emails are where I really just do my work from. So, um, awesome. Well, we're going to just move ahead since I am not hearing from Shantae. Um, Lizzie, did you have any more questions? I mean, well, you said you have questions about the book. Um, yeah. I really wanted to just kind of have a general conversation about the book. Um, yeah. So I feel like we can go ahead and just kind of dive into it. It's going to be a, probably a short call tonight. Just uh-huh. because um, I'm so sorry, I don't know where Shantae is and with Erica having the baby. So I just kind of want to have a conversation about it and answer questions and also just hear your thoughts. So mm-hmm. if you want to go first, Lizzie, we can go yeah. for it. Absolutely. I really loved um, the premise of the book. At the beginning of the book, it was just really hard to get into. But as mm-hmm. I got into it, it, was just it became really interesting, and I really loved that. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I think it forgot, and it does talk about it in the appendix um, towards the end, you know, the one talking about if mom's not happy, then nobody's happy. But I mm-hmm. feel like it kind of forgot that if the mom wants the epidural, if the mom wants the be back, then that's her best birth. It might not be mm. physically for her the best, but she will more mentally be better. And I was wondering if, if it's the mental aspect of the mom, if she envisions her birth the way she likes it, if that's better than for her than if physically she's more comfortable at the end. Hmm. You know, honestly, I think that you're asking just in a general sense, right? Nothing very specific. No, just, I mean, this book really harped on, like, physically after the birth, if you do it pretty much without a whole lot of... Um, uh, did my mind, my mind went blank. Uh, a whole lot of people <laughs> being involved in the birth, but it's pretty much yourself and your body. You'll have mm-hmm. a more, um, an optimal childbirth. But mm-hmm. it, I think it kind of forgot about the fact that it's a lot about to do with her mo- the mom's mind. Like if the mom's happy with the epidural yeah. that she's having, then mm-hmm. she'll look back at her birth and feel like it was better than if she mm-hmm. had gone off in a corner and had the baby by herself. Yes. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and that's why I was asking if you're talking in general sense because I agree with you. It really depends on the person and how they process. And for some people in this day and age are happier in a hospital on an epidural than sitting in the corner having the baby on her own. Um, yeah. <clears throat> there are some people who are totally fine having an unassisted birth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are other people that, who, like, this scares the crap out of them. So I yeah. think you're absolutely right on. Scientifically and statistically, where this book is coming from, yes, like it is showing that 
if you leave a mom in her body to do what it needs to do, it usually figures itself out. And that's, yeah. I think, what, that, that's really, like, the, the idea behind this is, like, no books, no classes. You know, like, your body knows what to do because this is a smart design. And uh-huh. they are just showing that's, like, really scientifically, like, look, on paper, it actually works, as opposed to people just thinking it's a bunch of hippies in a hut saying, like, yeah. oh, it works, it works, it works. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, no. that's what I – oh, go ahead. No, I mean, I was about to say, I completely agree with the book. Everything in there I was agreeing with, and I was very upset about just the doctors constantly butting their heads in places they shouldn't. But I just <clears> felt <throat> like talking with other moms, and, you know, I – I just helped a mom with a C-section and, you know, I think she and some of my postpartum moms who had the C-section as opposed to the mom who had the hospital birth where it wasn't the way she had planned, Mm -hmm. the C-section moms were happier even though it wasn't, their ideal was to have the vaginal birth, but they got into, they they let their minds allow themselves to have the C-section and they were more happy with that birth than some of the moms that had been wanting this and at the labor it didn't mm-hmm. happen you know what I mean absolutely no and I totally agree with you um from like an emotional mindset I think like you're spot on and I think that's a really good thing to pick up on like I'm really mm-hmm. glad that that stood out to you and I think that's actually a really good sign of um what clientele you're best comfortable and um, really made to support is people who think in that way are more cognitive and kind of led by their heart and their mind as opposed to nature, you know? Like there are some people who are like, I trust my body and my baby and myself and I can do this. And there are other people who are a little bit more intellectual and they're more cognitive and they're in their mind more and that's okay. Like that's just how they birth. That's how they were raised. We can't act like expect people to like live differently than than they do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like taking kind of like um, a intellectual person, you know, like I, I have um, a friend in New York and an old, a, a colleague and an old friend and uh, her name is Sarah Moore. She's actually the one who did like the colic articles in our binder. We talked about her in the training. Oh, yeah. She yeah. Um, went to Brown University and she attracts all, like, the scholars and intellectual people up in New York, and I think it's just because she's kind of a heady person. She's super uh-huh. down to earth, but, like, she relates to an intellectual person. And mm-hmm. we would always tease her because all of her, her labors with her clients were, like, 30 to 40-plus hours long because these people were trying to, like, sink the baby out of their body <laughs> and it's just harder for them it was just a lot harder and those were the people she attracted and we always like that was like our little study we were like there's something to this you know you cannot sink a baby out of your body in just an easy way I mean I'm not saying that's impossible but no <clears throat> it is kind of you know piggybacking on what that book says it's like it really is just a natural experience that your body goes through. Yeah, you, absolutely. There's an element of shutting your mind off, but these people like had an idea of what they wanted and they followed that. That was their lifestyle. That's how they lived and that's what they wanted. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think that was a really good observation. What else? You said you had questions. Is that the only one? 
Well, no, it was just like um, just that. That was truly the only question. The rest of the book I really enjoyed. I felt it covered a lot of things that people like buzzwords like the C-section and um, for you know the starting labor and the whole labor process. It it really covered that in a a very. I liked how it covered it in a statistic way as opposed to just being like, no, your body knows what it's doing. And I completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. But I love seeing the statistics and how, you know, doctors were seeing this and doctors were seeing this. And then when doctors were doing the opposite of what they were seeing, they were having this effect. And I just really mm-hmm. enjoyed that for my <laughs> um, my just my personality that just really fit well. So mm-hmm. I loved this book. I don't know if I would recommend it to any of my clients because it's such a heavy book. But, I mean, if anybody wants to read it, I definitely would recommend this because it just gave it in such a black and white picture. So that way it wasn't, it was different than some of the birthing books that I've been reading. Um, and, I, and I loved it. So that's my take mm. on the book. I love it. Yeah, it's, um, I think it's really, I love hearing that you started it and you're like, ah, and then you moved on and really started to enjoy it. I haven't heard that feedback yet. A, a lot of people are just kind of like they start intim- intimidated with the book and they finish intimidated with it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would be really curious to hear a client's perspective on it. I think it's a little heady and um, intense for someone who's doing this for the first time. But maybe if it's somebody who's really looking for a different birth experience, they're like a multi-mama and they're like really just did not like how their birth went in the hospital and they're looking for a change, this could be something for for them. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty heavy book, so I don't know if I would recommend it, but if I had a mom that was very black and white and just wanted to see the, uh, the statistics on things and um, reviews as opposed to um, like Lamont, the Bradley method or whatnot, I would definitely suggest this book, but not when demand her read it or anything. I wouldn't demand her read any other books either, but this is a good book. That's awesome. Um, well, good. Any other thoughts or did you have any favorite sections of the book? Definitely the C-section section mm-hmm. because me the too. C-sections to me always intimidate me. Like just in general, I think that's just such an invasive process. Um, I mean, birth in and of itself is difficult. I mean, to have an, a major abdominal surgery for that, it's intimidating. So I love reading about the C-sections and how, you know, just the epidemic and some of the craziness. Mm-hmm. I do feel like it kind of, like, some of the things the book for, forgot about was um, was that emergencies happen. Yeah. And so, or, you know, mom's had four C-sections already and, you know, she can choose to have number five. That's fine. I just... Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I really liked the C-section section the best. Yeah, I agree. 
I think it's a really I like that the 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 um, again like statistical way of looking at something <clears throat> and I really feel like they're talking about unnecessary cesareans mostly. Oh yeah. So yeah, I thought it was really I thought that was a good one too. So cool. Yeah, well, and C sections have been pretty fresh in my mind with the C section client I had and so it's just to read that and then to have my C-section client and one of my mm-hmm. postpartum clients that just had had a, had a C-section. So it was just, I felt like I was surrounded by it in yeah. business and personally. And then to read yeah. about it, it was just, I thought it was amazing. Good. Yeah. There's a lot of beauty there and there's also a lot of um, sorrow. It's a really hard topic right now. Yeah. So that's awesome. Good but I do think I do want to one more thing before Jasmine. Oh, goes. I'm sorry if I talk about your ear off. I do no, believe no, that C-section no, can be beautiful. In fact, uh, I want to talk to you more on my call about this. But uh, the mom who had this C-section, she was beautiful, and I I'll go into mm-hmm. more detail later. But to see it, it was beautiful when your mind was was prepared for it. <clears throat> it can be yeah. beautiful. And I, like I think that, that can. How like um, do you feel like you can bring any of that now to maybe not a scheduled cesarean? Like, do you feel like you're more prepared as a doula for someone who just goes to a cesarean? Unknowingly, um, <laughs> I think it'd be difficult, no matter what. But um, I'm more prepared to to know what's going on to know what steps are being taken, but I don't know how I would feel if the mom had been laboring for 20-plus hours at home and then felt like she needed to be transferred. I don't know how that would work. I would support her in whatever she chose because it's her birth. It's not anybody else's. Mm-hmm. But um, if she was to grieve it, I don't know how to, don't know how to handle it because both in my postpartum and my birth client, they accepted it. They wanted the vaginal birth. It didn't happen, and they just realized that they had to accept it, and they both felt like their birth was beautiful. So mm-hmm. I don't know how to ask. I mean, I've, re- I've read quite a few of the V-back, uh, the, not V-back, the cesarean book, that, the Cut, Staple, and Mended book, and she gave a great perspective on it, but um, I'll be curious to see how it will well, how it will work out when a transfer happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. And I really, I think the intimidating part of that is someone feeling loss and sorrow, which can be really difficult. Yeah. Um, but I think you're going to know how to walk them through there. Like you said, you see how this is still a birth and it's beautiful. And I think there's something to that. and it's not just so much about telling a mom that, like, it is beautiful, this is your birth, but just like if they're saying a contraction is hard and you're holding space and supporting and loving them, it's the same thing, like, or they're saying, like, this sucks, this is not what I wanted, and you're supporting them and loving them. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think you're going to surprise yourself. Good. <laughs> um, oh, it looks like Shantae is having a hard time. 
Um, she just posted on our Facebook group. So, anything else, Lizzie? I'll let Jasmine go and give her input, and Shantae, it looks mm-hmm. like she'll get to give her input. So I'll I'll step back for a little bit and let people go. Okay, we have cool. time. I definitely could talk more and more. <laughs> That's totally fine. Yeah, let's hear from Jasmine. I don't know if Shantae's going to get some time to pop on. Okay. <clears throat> and I'm so sorry I'm dealing with this cough, but um, we'll just, Jasmine, you can talk about it, and then we can see if there's anything else at the end. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I have like a child walking all over me right now. Um, usually I have somebody watching her, but not tonight. <laughs> um, stop touching my phone. Sorry. What was the question? <laughs> what were we talking about? I'm sorry. This child is just. We're talking about the book that we're discussing, The Optimal Care and Childbirth, mm-hmm. and it's just your turn to kind of tell us about what your thoughts were, um, if you had any questions, anything stand out in the book for you, what your favorite sections are, things like that. <clears throat> are you there, Jasmine? Yes, I'm sorry. I had to grab a child off the table. Um, yeah, uh, I didn't really get to read as much as I would like to of that book. Um, but I'm sorry. This is really hard. I like I can't even like think right now. I'm like in the middle of the wishing hour, and this is insane. So do you just need to pass on this, Jasmine, right now? Sorry. My child. Hmm? Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think I think you need to go, and we'll just kind of talk on a mentor call, because we were supposed to be prepared for this call, and you were supposed to read the book in full, and it would be really nice to hear your input, but it sounds like this is too difficult right now. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Let's just talk on a mentor call, okay? Make sure you reach out to me and we'll connect. I will. I will. I will. <clears throat> okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mhm. Lizzie, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Sorry. I think um, Jasmine, did you hang up? I believe she hung up. Okay. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry this has happened. Um, and I just want to thank you so much for taking the time to read the book and show up for the call and give me your thoughts. Oh, yeah. Um, no problem. Yeah, I know everyone else is. Um, seems like they're consumed with family. Erica is totally excusable, but or, I'm sorry everyone else is MIA right now. Yeah, it's, it is completely understandable. And I... I feel so sorry for Erica. Poor, poor thing. I, I hope know. she's okay. 
She sounds okay, but I just kind of read you guys the message. Um, I think just kind of keeping her yeah. in your thoughts and praying for her would be helpful. And his name is Truman, which is so cute. Yeah, I love it. Oh, that's a really sweet name. Yeah. Wow, I can't believe she had her baby already. But, I mean, I'm happy for her, but I hope that everything works out. Yes, I think it, it sounds like it will. I think it's just early baby stuff. Um, and I don't know, Shantae seems to be having a hard time with her child and same as Jasmine. So I'm sorry that was not um, fulfilling for you to hear everyone else's feedback, but I appreciate you sharing your thoughts and taking yeah, the time. Absolutely. So. If, if Anybody wants to share their thoughts, definitely can do it through Facebook. I'd love to read it if they want to. Mm-hmm. I'll tell them to post it for sure. Um, did you have any other questions or anything? Do you want to connect now or do you want to wait till the our call? I think it's on like the 16th, I think. Yeah, let's wait till the call because I'm actually on a family vacation. And so oh, I'm not quite prepared. Girl. Okay. <laughs> totally. No. no. Where are yeah, you guys? Uh, we're in Branson, Missouri. So... Okay. Thank yeah, you for I taking the time out of your no, totally. And thank you for taking the time out of your vacation. That means a lot to me and the group. And Absolutely. I know no one else is here to tell you that, but <laughs> I felt terrible for missing that that one time. So I was like, I, mean, I am not missing any other <laughs> if I can. So. No, I appreciate it. And um, I the the speech I usually make on the eighth call is you guys are so close like it's unbelievable and really you have been so strong in this program and committed and I love it and um I just kind of like want to give you a high five because you're so close and (laughs) I'm just excited for you so thank you yeah yeah uh I definitely I just can't you know can't wait for you to walk over the finish line so Yes, me too. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, definitely, let's connect on the 16th. I have you down, it looks like, for 9, nine o'clock. So yeah. um, call me then, and I hope you feel better. Yes, me too. It's been awful. <laughs> I've been having to pop ibuprofen to get oh, you no. all that I've had to. But <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, it's no joke. I'm so sorry. Um, I definitely hope it gets better soon, and are you? Do you need any advice for oils or homeopathy, or are you pretty set with that? No, I I definitely have enough people here with homeopathy and oil ideas. It's just, awesome. It's gotten to the point where we don't have time to sit there and work through my symptoms and just mm-hmm. give me ibuprofen so I can run and do the next thing. So yeah, yeah, totally. Well, Alrighty. I I'm sorry that this didn't call didn't work out the way it it was supposed to for you. That must oh, be frustrating. I know. Okay. I'm, I'm, me, it's totally fine for me. It's more about you guys and getting what you are in me. So I'm totally fine. Um, but yeah. Um, thank you. And we'll talk soon, okay? All right. Absolutely. Okay. Bye, bye Lizzie.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.